Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Before we begin today's episode, I want to say we do not condone drug use. We are simply talking about our life experiences and sharing our thoughts and opinions. Gen Z is also drinking 20% less than millennials. I also think there are new studies that are going to show us that alcohol is actually much worse for us than we actually thought. It is a neurotoxin that increases the risk for brain injury, cancer, hypertension, heart disease, and a long list of other ailments. I do believe what happened with smoking and the perception of smoking is what will happen with alcohol. And since we're going to talk about all the drugs in this episode, I might as well lead with a personal story. Yup, the first time I did edibles. As many of you know, I am a late bloomer, so my first time was in my 30s, of course, obviously. It was my sister's graduation from speech therapy. She just got her master's in speech therapy. She said she really wanted to do something fun and exciting, something dangerous. So, of course, I contacted my friends and said, hey, where do I get edibles? I'm from Miami, so every friend had a contact. You have to remember, we were the kids that never did anything. My parents had a full-blown open bar at home, and we never went near it. While most kids were being teenage dirtbags, we were busy reading the Bible because we were born-again Christians. Recall, 
Go back to episode one of this podcast. Anywho, so I got a contact from a very good friend. She said her cousin will get us the best edibles. I remember flying in from New York City for my sister's graduation on a Friday. The graduation was on Saturday and we didn't tell my parents our plans. I was terrified and excited all at the same time. Our pickup was scheduled for 11.30 p.m., of course. I guess that's when these things happen. So we celebrated with our family, my grandparents, my brother, my parents, everybody, and then went out for the night. I had never seen my friend's cousin, so I did not know what he looked like. She told us he would be standing outside his gated community. Yes, those are the people that probably sell drugs, the people in gated communities. You'd never know. We get there and of course it's pitch black and suddenly a car comes by. Looking back, this was a terrible idea. Do not do this at home. My sister was driving and I remember getting out of the car. I assumed this was my friend's cousin. I came up to him and I recall saying, Hi, are you my friend's cousin? And he said yes. He pulled out a plastic Ziploc bag from his pockets. He handed me the bag and then said, Hey, guess what? I'm an undercover cop. My heart sank. If I were to ever turn white, it was probably at that moment. I looked at my sister who was in the car. She looked like she was going to drive off. I started shaking. And I guess he felt really bad because it was just a joke to him. He started laughing and said, I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. I am your friend's cousin. I'm not a cop. That has been probably one of the scariest moments of my life. Flashes of me in prison or calling my parents from jail still give me chills. Not because I was scared, but because my parents are Indian. They probably wouldn't pick up the phone and would tell me to stay in jail. My parents always told us our entire lives if we got into any trouble like that, they would not help us. It was a cruel joke, and my friend was really upset with her cousin. I took the bag and got back in my car. Still shaking, we drove home. We got home and opened the bag. These were gummy edibles. Each gummy was a one-by-one-inch square. In the chaos and melodrama of pretending to be a cop to scare us, my friend's cousin failed to provide us with instructions on how much to take. Being the noobs that we were, me and my sister each took an entire square gummy, individually. Then we decided to go to bed. The next morning, we were high as fuck. We had never been high, let alone this high. Everything was a blur. I remember my sister trying to use the Clarisonic scrub on her face. She said it felt like 25 pounds and dropped it. She could not wash her face. We had lunch plans with the family that day. I could barely move. My parents knew something was wrong. Usually when we are all in the house, we love to make pranks on each other and tell jokes. This particular weekend, Especially after a graduation, me and my sister were just stuck in our rooms, in bed. Lunchtime came around, and we all somehow got into the car and had lunch. 
On our way back, we passed out. We ended up sleeping till the next day. It had now been 24 hours. I could not get on a plane. I had to get my flight to New York, but I couldn't move. After 48 hours, we had to tell my parents. We were so scared. Imagine being 31 and telling your mother that you took edibles so you can't move and you can't get on your flight back to your life in New York to go to work. It was now Monday evening. We took the edibles Saturday night. I mustered up the courage to tell my parents. I went up to them and I said, Hey, we took edibles and now it's been three days and we can barely move. Much to my surprise, my mother's response was, Can I have some? That is a true story and I will never have edibles again. I later told my friend what happened. Apparently, the recommended dose is one-fourth of the gummy. Me and my sister each consumed an entire gummy, which is why the effects lasted three days. Anywho, guys, that's my first time doing edibles. That's my story. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Coming up. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today, my guest is friend of the show, Aditya. Welcome, Dits. Hey. <laughs> it's been a crazy week. I guess you could call it India Week, right? Because uh, we're recording on Indian Independence Day. Happy Independence. Yeah, same to you. A lot going on. And, you know, when there are a lot of events, there's the temptation to drink. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about drugs and alcohol today. And now you said it. You said it first. You said alcohol is out. Yeah, I mean, honestly, every time I drink, I I gain weight. I make bad decisions with exes, bad decisions with food. There's just like not not a lot of upside. Um, there's like the drunk food, the hungover food. So like, I'm not. It's hard to like promote drug use, but there are safe drugs that you can take that help with hangovers and calories and aren't terrible for your body. Yeah, I mean, today we're talking about this mainly because so many people have asked me and are asking you, you know, how did you lose the weight or how are you losing the weight? You're currently in your journey. And, you know, for me, a lot of it was just I stopped drinking because I'm someone that was drinking every other day. Like, I love to drink. I mean, it's just like insane. And I was talking about this uh, with our friend Neil in our other podcast that we've been doing is that it's just it's so ineffective when you're like counting your calories just to start. And let's say, you know, maybe as a guy, you can get away with it. But as a girl, if you're like on a 1200, 300 calorie day and you spend like 600 to 700 alcohol, like that doesn't really leave you much the rest of the day, you know? I also feel for me, I actually love to drink. So I know we're saying on this podcast episode today, alcohol is out. And a lot of influencers are, you know, talking about how they're sober now and, you know, sober, you know, life and don't drink. And we're not telling yeah, you on no, this podcast. No one should be sober. I mean, do. look, if you, if you need to be sober, if you have issues, sure. But we're not like preaching sobriety because 
first of all, I actually think there's benefit in having like one cocktail, right? Um, and if you fit it into your calorie numbers and your macros and everything, that's fine. Um, my my issue is binge drink, like or my thing I'm against. I think binge drinking is a thing you do in your teens, college, twenties, and then when you're thirties, you're kind of in the next phase of your life, and it's not really a good look to binge drink, and it's just not good for your health, and it's. It'll just set you back in so many different ways. I feel like alcoholism is definitely a real thing. And now influencers are using sobriety as a gimmick. Like people are making proclamations like, I don't drink anymore. Or, Why I'm sober now? Like, first of all, like, can influencers go away? This is my problem with a lot of just American culture or culture, maybe whatever is happening is extremism. It's like, why does it have to be all or nothing? Like, why do I have to have like 30 beers or zero? Why can't it just be like, I'm going to have a drink after work with my friend? Like when we go, when I go on dates, you know, I'll have one drink and like a club soda as my second. Like that's perfectly fine. I have decided, you know, to have one or two drinks a month. And that's actually very tough for me because I actually like the taste of alcohol. I wasn't drinking because I was depressed or, you know, I was addicted to alcohol. I actually like drinking. I love drinking, you know, champagne, Prosecco a good tequila or an old fashioned, a margarita. But I noticed just last week, I was telling you, I had maybe a drink every other day because there was a lot of social activity and I felt like garbage. Yeah. It's, it's your body telling you that this is not good stuff. And uh, it also like affects your sleep. Like I've noticed like my sleep is so bad the nights that I drink. And the nights that I'm sober or doing other things, it's just a lot better. So body is finally fighting back. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can drink in your 20s, but once you're in your 30s, you know, you start to feel the effects of alcohol. You know, for some people, it's 30. For me, I actually had a little run from 30 to 35 where it was okay, because I think it was like 30, 31, it was still okay. And then I think a lot of it was, um, I was 32 when COVID started, and now I'm like, what 80 i'm no, sorry 35 um and the last few years like i just naturally drank less during the pandemic because there's nothing to do and then when we brought alcohol back into the mix i did have some, some good nights out but it wasn't as many and then the, the i went to a wedding early this year and god that was one of the worst hangovers of my life and, and you know people say i'm never drinking again i said i didn't say that i said like i can't do this like this can't be a regular thing anymore. Like this is it. Yeah, I limit myself to one or two cocktails or glasses of champagne a month, and that's very tough for me. But I feel so much better, and it's good to not drink for your skin. I mean, if you're interested in looking good and preserving your youth, I think you know alcohol at the end of the day is a drug. So is sugar. You know, we can go on about sugar. I think if you want to talk about addictive properties. Uh, sugar is probably the most addictive substance like sugar. It's like what sugar, cigarettes, heroin, then alcohol, right? That's the addictive part. And then you want to, in my opinion, in terms of like dangerous, like let's like obviously heroin, things like that. Alcohol like is way more dangerous than most drugs. And, you know, you can actually regularly overdose on it, bad decision-making, um, people getting behind the wheel of a car, like a lot of drugs that, you know, we'll talk about later, like people aren't really, you know, people are driving when they like 
get high. You know, they're not they're not doing shrooms and like going for a joyride. You know, so that's kind of why the alcohol. That's why that's why we're so against alcohol. I think if you know how to use alcohol, it's fine. Like I think everyone should have like a glass of wine with their Italian dinner. Go for it. Yeah, and especially for young people listening, you know, alcohol is said. These are now stats I'm reading. You know, shrink the brain, shrink brain volume. You know, lowers blood flow to the brain, causes atrophy in the hippocampus, which is actually, you know, where you're learning and where your brain stores memory, and it reduces the number of new brain cells that your brain produces, and so basically. All of this is leading to now dementia. So people who are said to have, you know, a high percentage of drinks, you know, they have a higher rate of dementia. That sounds, that's scary stuff that no one's talking about because we all live in this age of, you know, drinking culture. And I think that's slowly fading now. I mean, what's what's crazy is like, let's say you are struggling to lose weight, right? And you... Like the average person, like let's say they're having, you know, 18 drinks a week, right? Let's say that. That's not crazy because that's like your two binge drinking nights a week, Friday, Saturday, and then a few drinks here and there. That's one pound of fat right there. So if you cut those 18 drinks out, or let's say 20 to keep around, if you go from 20 to two, you've just lost a pound by doing nothing else. And in the reverse... In my example, one week of drinking can ruin all the work you've done for months. That's right. That, that week I was drinking, I was bloated. I was gassy. It was awful. It was just an awful feeling. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you're also like a, I guess, different than me. You know, you're a tiny lady. I'm a larger guy. So I guess. Yeah. But, you know, a, a tiny lady that, like you said, would consume a lot of food so that I could drink. Now that I'm just eating clean for the most part, I can't hold that volume of alcohol. The other part of it is, you know, if I want to choose now between my calories and like a good hearty meal or drinking, it's the food every single time. Because like, remember, I, or, you know, I don't like the taste of alcohol. Um, there are a few drinks I enjoy, like the taste. I think. I actually don't mind drinking White Claws. So, like, if you're still wanting to do the alcohol thing, I'm perfectly fine. Like, I think nowadays I'll have, like, two, three White Claws on the weekend and uh, no hangover. It's, like, 100 calories each and tastes okay if you if you find your right flavor and get a little buzz. It's fine. But I think it's the hard liquor that's just, like, really just... And, and beer. It's just, beer is just the worst. And I used to love drinking beer, like, a good Guinness, but I can't do that anymore. Beer is like I would I would drink in college because it was like you you know play beer pong and drink natty light, but otherwise like I'm I'm like beer is I'm over it. What are your thoughts on marijuana on weed? Oh yeah, so um you know obviously like as you know replacement um, weed is definitely a great option. Um, it really depends that I consider weed the end of the night. It's like a very much like. You and your partner, you and some friends are staying in to watch some funny movie, um, or maybe you're at a concert and you're on an upper, and you and you're like someone's passing, you know, weed around, and it's kind of like, you know, to, to help you go to bed or whatever. That works, I think. Um, and then same thing, and then edibles is sort of a different feeling, but at the end of the day, those aren't like 
social drug. Um, but the thing you have to worry about with weed compared to other drugs, the munchie. Right? Yeah. Right. And, and all of this, by the way, for everyone listening, it all shrinks your brain. So does marijuana, but alcohol is yeah. the worst, I would say, between the two. But for me, I never smoked weed. And then, of course, during the pandemic, uh, I actually get a lot of migraines, which have reduced, by the way. I don't know why, but they've reduced with time. But I was told by a friend, like, hey, why don't you just try some marijuana and, you know, see if it helps your migraine. And so one day I had a really bad migraine and, you know, I took a hit and the migraine went away, which was miraculous versus taking all these hard drugs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I would, I would, I would take like anything if I had a migraine. I've had like two, and it was like two worst nights. Yeah. So I have been prescribed these like really strong migraine medications, these triptrans, which at the end of the day, they do affect your kidney and your liver, you know, all these medications. And so I took one hit and within 15 minutes, the migraine was gone. And so I actually bought a blunt, like a pre-rolled blunt. And then every time I had a migraine, I'd take a hit. The bad thing was I started noticing my skin, my skin started deteriorating, you know, it just the texture, the color, it was dry. And so that went out the window. And so that was short lived. That was like the year of the pandemic, like 2020. And then I noticed, you know, bad results on my skin. Well, I think so. I actually, not that I didn't do it before, but I, I did a lot of edibles in lockdown. Because um, I was, I actually quit drinking with the game COVID because for me, I'm a social drinker, right? Like I would drink, go out, be with friends, go on a date, you know, have a good time at a party. All those things were over. There was no dating. There was no socializing, no concert, no party. So I was like, I'm not, I just refused. Like the Zoom happy hour thing. I said, that's a scheme. It's stupid. Never did. And I like that you all, I think that's like one thing we talked about when we first met. Is like, why were people like drinking calories in front of a TV, in front of a laptop screen and like getting fat? like alone like it's the dumbest thing ever yeah like get fat with your friends while you're having fun <laughs> yeah like that summer when i saw everybody again we we drank and i liked it it was outside it was wonderful you know outdoor dining all that good stuff but in lockdown if you were drinking i'm sorry that you might you might be more flat out yeah <laughs> i mean i'm not praising myself but that's when i kind of got my health together and was making green juices and 
I think I was just in, in, in that environment like you because I don't drink alone. You know, I don't oh, yeah. want to sip on an old fashioned by myself in my room. I mean, with I my parents upstairs. I think the only times I've ever drank alone would be like if I was like, you know, the shower beer or like a pregame, like you're going to meet someone in 20 minutes at a bar. Right? Um, but otherwise, there's no point. Do you want to share what any other drug you've used? I mean, the only yeah. things I've done are I, I've done weed and then I did cocaine once and it was in the fashion days, like someone shoved a dollar bill up my nose and I liked it a lot. It was really good and I liked it so much that I said I will never do it again. Oh, cocaine in Miami. Let me say, cocaine in Miami is very different than other places. Like, like the, the stuff down there is basically like from the source, like Columbia, whatever. Whereas New York, um, I know in business school, like it was like a big deal for everyone, it was like a regular thing. Um, but I know a lot of a lot of our classmates quit like right after graduation, and you know, even more kind of quit actually during the pandemic because of the whole fentanyl situation. And I would not recommend anyone do cocaine. I think it's not safe. Um, safety is very important. If you're going to do coke, you should not just be like, well, you know, I've known my dealer for a long time, my boy. Like, I'd be like, test your stuff. Okay? There's a lot of, like, I actually don't do coke right now. And I bought a bunch of fentanyl test kits and I've been giving them away to my friends. Coke. And um, you could save lives, you know, because I know there's always a friend of a friend who died of COVID. Yeah, you don't know where the stuff's coming from anymore. It's not what it used to be. The best case is that it's cut with baby powder and you have just like some whatever high. Your worst case is you die. You know? So, so what's funny is, not, not funny, what's interesting is that I think all of that led to the rise in popularity of mushrooms. Every single one of my friends did coke has switched to mushrooms. I feel like shrooms, psychedelics, it's trending, you know. So psychedelics are mind-altering drugs that can expand consciousness and impact sensory perception. So there are psychedelics that occur naturally and then some that are created in a lab. So mushrooms would be a psychedelic that occurs in nature. Right. And then like MDMA, for example, I'm assuming is the chemical one. I think, I actually think MDMA is a really really like good thing people should try i think it's really good for partners to go uh, close to each other i think it's like a good friendship you know drug it's like you know it's a love drug sex drug i think it's not something you should do regularly because it depletes your serotonin levels um it'll probably be the happiest of your life and then you know the next couple of days might be sad but you got to make sure you take your vitamins you got to like hydrate all that good stuff um but yeah, it's like a good thing to do like maybe two, three times a year if you, if you again, if you're testing your stuff, if you're getting it from the right place. Um, but that's the problem is everyone's like, well, we can't do MDMA every single weekend, right? So it's like, I think mushrooms just came at the perfect time. And I think everyone's going to realize like five years from now that like mushrooms are like the way to go. I've never done MDMA, which is Molly. I've never done it. And I've never ventured outside of the weed, which I did one year during the pandemic, and then the cocaine, which I did once. I've never done anything else because my fear is, you know, it mixes with the migraine medication and then I die. But um, everyone's always told me to try Molly, but haven't done that yet. 
Yeah, I would recommend Molly, but again, it would have to be like from a source that you trust and like someone's testing it in front of you. And like again, like I I'm just give I'm not even charging, I'm giving away these scripts to people. Like if anyone's thinking about using hard drugs, go to dancesafe.org. Um, they sell all these kits and, and they're very accurate. It's like as accurate as a COVID or a pregnancy. Amazing. And so now the substance found in the psychedelics is called psilocybin. And what that does is, you know, it basically, you know, you see colors vividly, you feel like time slowing down, you have these wild, fun thoughts and, you know, see objects that appear to be moving. And I think the most important side effect for a lot of people is you feel euphoria, you feel like this extreme sense of happiness and you know not everyone has this magical experience you know you could have panic attacks and nightmares and depression yeah for the most part i'm hearing positives so i've never really done the shroom trip um maybe once or twice and i did see the colors but i think what everyone does these days is they just do it in microdose form so you only have like let's say a trip would be four um Let's, say, let's call it gummy bears or taco squares. Um, people will do one or two just to feel euphoric, a little bit buzzed, and just kind of like feel kind of like that right before you get drunk or right before you start rolling stage, uh, rolling on Molly, for example. Um, but you're never like out of control and you're just like very social and your energy levels are up. And then you will crash though, right? Which is actually a good thing because other drugs, like, hey, for example, you will not go to bed the entire night. And that's not good. With the thing with mushrooms is like you're kind of out until your body's just like, dude, I need to sit down somewhere. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed now. Well, people have been using psychoactive mushrooms for medicinal and religious purposes for thousands of years now. And they're actually using it now in hospitals, you know, for patients, for treatment. And it seems to be helping a lot of people with you know, just these stress disorders like PTSD, addiction, you know, and trauma. It's it's really helping a lot that's, of people. Actually, well, I think the instruction I would give anyone is it's better to do less and feel nothing than more. That would be like, first you try it, doesn't work, feel anything. The next time you try double, right? And then if it doesn't work, you do a little bit more. Or like do the thing where you do a little bit and wait an hour. And then you do a little, like you, you have to keep going in small amounts. The problem is, which I've tried before is like, oh, this doesn't work. And then all of a sudden you're like a space cadet. That's, that's actually why I'm still like, okay with the idea of Molly is that it, that's going to be something that I think in the next five, 10 years, studies are always coming out about PTSD. Like that's the big one. And it's really helping people. It's helping, you know, couples who like have had really, you know, intimacy issues, communication problems. And then, um, Mushrooms are pretty much very similar to that. Like a lot of those issues you have, people, you know, if you're not an empathetic person, it might make you kinder. Me personally, after I took it, it really helped. Even the first, second time, it helped me with a lot of my confidence and what I wanted to like, you know, a lot of my weight loss started with, you know, I took, I took mushrooms. It wasn't just the calories. It was like, even like, what do I really want out of life? Like, what do I, where do I see myself and what could I, you know, how could I help myself? And then I said, let's do this weight loss thing properly instead of half-assing it like we've done in the past, you know. And now they're saying that the side effects can last four to six hours. Is that true for you, at least? Not if you do the right amount. I mean, I don't really have any side effects. It's like, 
I just go to bed and I wake up the next day and I'm fine. No hangover, nothing. Yeah, I've always wanted to try shrooms. Again, like I have to do it when I'm not working. Just, just come to New York, do it with me. I got a, a bag of gummies and chocolate bars and quite tasty, to be honest. And as you know, we, this pod, we love chocolate because low calorie, very tasty. One or two spirits. And we're not telling anyone here to do drugs, to take mushrooms. We're just talking about our experiences. And right now, the actual conversation that we're having in our lives off the record, we're just talking out loud and we're sharing with you. And right now, me and Aditya have been talking about shrooms quite a bit. You know, I've always wanted to know when I watch those documentaries, those ayahuasca retreats, you know, have you heard about that? I mean, it's an old uh, thing. Yeah, I saw something about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a South American psychoactive. It comes from like mm-hmm. nature. Like they, yeah, I'm thinking, I, I don't want to try that. It sounds cool. Why not? It sounds cool. But then I see some people, you know, I mean, it sounds horrible. First of all, like you're barfing, you're vomiting, you're purging, like oh. your body's getting rid of like trauma. And then not you have, like, that. A no puking. No. Yeah. It's like, like three days of hell, apparently. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but then some people with the shrooms also, they're saying they never got out of it. Like they took it once and then they were never the same for the worse. Like now they're seeing shit and meaning they're not. Are you sure? Shit. Are you sure they didn't take acid? <laughs> well, probably LSD. I don't know. But they, they're saying that they're seeing shit that they don't want to see. Sounds like they did a little too much and or their body's not. I think it's look I mean I just feel like alcohol is very damaging to the body every I just think everyone needs an out everyone needs a relief kind of like you know in COVID days when the officials were like oh everyone has to stay in like I don't care how old you are no one should have sex no one should drink no one should anything it's like how is that a thing so I'm we're just giving you an alternative of something that when it probably comes out a decade from now they'll be like you know what mushrooms are actually probably better for you than alcohol like than binge drink oh i think so too i would i want to do some shrooms like microdose some natural shrooms like i have no interest in like the hard drugs or the man-made stuff obviously but i i do want to look into this ayahuasca retreat having said that i i've heard a lot of bad things too you know people they they never come out the same the thing is i like when you can see things on a label, like the, you know, all these things are like behind the counter. They're very legitimate. You can, you can see the freaking calories on these things. Uh, you can see what's in them. And, you know, I like, I like that. I like when something's in packaging and, you know, you take these things and a lot of times you just have like the giggles all night. It's great. Like a very happy when that's, that's euphoria is I just, I've just sat laughing 20 minutes straight and uh, it's fantastic. (laughs) I mean, I think almost all these drugs, you kind of have to poop a lot at some point. So I would factor that in some in some way. Um, but I could say the same about alcohol. Right? But yeah, you're not going to like have explosive diarrhea or anything. I, I think it's fine. But what what's also good is I just don't eat on these things. Like I'll, you know, even when I'm like, if I take an edible, like back to weed, I'll do it like before dinner. Then I'll be hungry and then I'll eat dinner like normal. The reason why weed is bad, people say weed is bad, is you'll have like three meals a day, smoke a J at midnight, and then order Taco Bell and pizza at four in the morning, which is like, of course you're going to gain weight, right? 
I also think we're in the prime of our careers. We're in our mid thirties. I'm in my late thirties and you know, I'm just getting started and I need to be functional, alert and ready to go most of the time. So I can't be doing any of this stuff. I think on a Friday or Saturday, it's okay. If you want to like take a day off, fine. I wouldn't, I don't, no one does this stuff during the week, right? I think it's, uh, this is all like weekend stuff or if you're on holiday, you know, go for it. And now how are you doing in your journey? Where are you at right now? Um, I've been a little bit of a plateau, but I think that's okay because I've been plateauing at a new weight that I haven't been at in a while. Good. So I, I say like, um, I'm done with phase one of my weight loss stuff. So, uh, it was like, 50, I, I knocked off a quick 15. I want to lose the next 15 and then kind of stay at that weight for a bit. And then when I lose the last 15, that'll be like sort of final. Okay. So it'll be like a year, a year, Julio, our hot name for Julio was saying like it's like always sort of a one to two year journey for weight loss and everyone's like oh i gotta lose like 20 pounds in a month or two it's like that's dumb that's that you know what those people lose one pound in a you stole the words right out of my mouth i was going to say even my journey of losing 30 pounds that took you know two and a half years i don't know these people out there losing you know 30 pounds in a two month span that's that's psychotic. It's not real. They're on they're on fad or yo yo diet that don't really like. Even one of our friends, our our friend who's gay who got divorced, he lost like fifty pounds in six months. But that was like a divorce, like revenge body thing. Like if you have that as a motivation, maybe it works. But you still have to like keep the body, you know. And that does work for some people. But these like fast one to two month things, like. It, you have to just build a lifestyle, like a new way of doing things that lets you lose the weight and keep. The- we're not telling anyone what to do. We're just telling you what we're doing. I think it's about reframing. I think mushrooms and weed, in my opinion, are not drugs. They're basically one is legal and one I think basically is legal, and I think they're both very safe and they're natural. They're earthy. Um, they're things that, like, even if you're you know, religious, like this is stuff that like all these priests and stuff have done. I, I'm pretty sure all our gods, if you're Hindu, did all this stuff too. So nothing wrong with that. These are all just recommendations, I suppose. Yeah. But if you're sober, great. If you're drinking alcohol, great. But if you're struggling to lose weight then you know, or, or if you're trying to be to help your hangovers, because what, what's really tough is these nights out and then the hangovers and you lose a bit, you know? Yeah, the alcohol gets in the way of, you know, efficiency in our world. Exactly. Whether it's weight loss or skincare for you. Yes, basically. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Dits, for coming on. And if you guys have any questions, please ask us and, of course, do your research. But thank you. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat.